Listening to Digital Now, an original business and technology podcast by Logic 2020. I'm your host, Matt Treville. Each episode, I'll be interviewing a new expert to learn more about industry trends, fascinating new tech, shifting customer expectations, and the steps every business can take to stay ahead. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. This week, we have a very, very special guest with us. Robert Turbin, uh, entrepreneur, philanthropist, broadcaster, and former professional football player, Super Bowl winning football player, and now senior customer success manager at Logic 2020. Uh, Rob, that's a lot of things to to be. How do you find the time to do it all? <laughs> calendar. 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 <laughs> Managing the calendar, man. And the, the cool thing is, is, you know, the broadcasting stuff is mostly on the weekends. You know, games are played on the weekend. So with Logic, you're off on the weekend. So I'm able to manage it that way. And uh, and then with the philanthropy stuff, you know, it's it's here and there throughout the year. It's not like an everyday thing for me. Plus, I've got a great team around me to be able to handle a lot of the day-to-day stuff. So keeps my keeps my schedule somewhat free. <laughs> And I know that stuff's uh, that stuff's important to you, right? When you talk about that sort of stuff, you get very passionate. You can see it in your eyes. So yeah. I know that's never going to go away, right? No, man. Giving back to the community has always been the most important thing for me. I believe that, uh, you know, that's how you leave a legacy. Uh, I think, uh, I don't think actually it's, I really believe and truly believe that it's all about what you give. The definition of greatness is what you're able to leave behind uh, and Ooh, not I like what you're that. able to gain. So that's where my philanthropy work uh, really comes into play. Nice. Well, I want to start there because you're quite an interesting guy, right? So you do all these things, you, you know, you're many different things to many different people. But I do want to talk about the journey you took from professional sports into the more corporate world in consulting, uh, specifically with Logic 2020. Can you tell us a little bit bit about it and sort of why you chose that journey? Yeah, you know, I, when I was done playing ball, all of us, we kind of go through a really tough time. And it's not just at the pro level. I mean, guys who their last play might be in high school or college. I've even seen it where you just kind of go through this period of, uh, you know, what do I want to do next? You know, what am I passionate about? And, uh, and things like that. And and for me, um, you know, broadcasting is where my passion is, television. But, you know, with the experience of being an athlete and being in that space for so many years of my life, uh, you kind of don't get the experience of, you know, a, a normal work cycle or work life, for lack of a better way to describe it, right? You don't get any experience in the corporate world uh, of business, whether it be, you know, tech or finance or, you know, any of those type of industries, healthcare, yeah. right? Uh, and so for me, it was about, okay, how can I, now that I'm done playing ball, I have all of this athletic background, I have a television background, I have entrepreneurial background, but how can I continue to, to diversify my portfolio and just help myself grow, you know, as a human being, as a man, and and just continue to grow overall in life. And so I wanted to get a job. And I didn't know it was going to be tech. Tech was the the most interesting, but, you know, I was interested in finance as well. And Logic 2020 came with an opportunity. I loved, uh, you know, everything about the company, just 
you know, just the versatility of it, you know, the multifaceted ways of, of doing things that they do here. Yeah. I just saw it as an opportunity to learn different things in one place. Right, yeah. And that's really what I was seeking. And so I did. I learned a lot about tech while I was here, still learning. And I learned a lot about the corporate structure, how things work, how things are organized. And as I continue to grow into my entrepreneurship and the things that I'm doing, whether it be the community with uh, philanthropy work or whatever, I'm now better at operational stuff because of my experience here. Right. I get you. And uh, so it's obviously a big jump, right, from the locker room of professional football to, to corporate America consulting what do you think you took away from your time as an athlete that that translated directly to this world? Well, the number one thing would probably be team, to uh, learn how to work within a team, yeah. to learn how to work through tough moments as a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gain a sense of empathy uh, for other people. You gain a sense of leadership uh, when you're when you're working with the team as well, because somebody is going to need someone at some point on every team. Yeah. And you may not be like the captain or something like that, but at some point somebody needs a shoulder to lean on and that shoulder might be yours or, or, or needs a bit of advice and that, and that young person may come to you, you yeah, know, yeah. for that. And so you learn how to communicate in those realms and you certainly uh, learn how to work amongst the team. You definitely learn how to overcome circumstances Mm -hmm. from being an athlete as well, whether it be, you know, losing or having a bad season or personal things like injuries uh, and stuff like that, you know, because even in this space, you may go in with a proposal and you guys may put in a great proposal, but, you know, the company may go a different direction, you know, and is that a fail? Not necessarily. It's, it, it, it's more so a lesson, but you know, it can be, it can be a heartbroken, a heartbreaking situation, you mm-hmm. know, that you didn't win. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you want to win, you want to win that proposal. Yeah. Uh, and so in sports, you know, you learn how to compartmentalize and move on to the next opportunity. Yeah. I think that's so valuable too, because there's so many people who, like you said, I mean, the percentages from high school to college to, to professional football they really get narrow as you go. I think it's below yeah. 1% make it yeah. to the professional leagues, right? So they've got all these things they've learned in their in their sporting world and have and things they've accomplished. And then, you know, there's nowhere else for them to go sport-wise. They've got to then dig deep, take that stuff, and then bring it to the world that they choose next, right? So right. I think that's super important lessons. Um, one thing I want to double back to is you said sort of, you know, what we're doing here at Logic, there's so many different things. Is there a project that sticks out to you that is the most uh, exciting to you or the one you you sort of lean towards the most? Yeah, you know what? I do have a favorite, and it's ironic because I'm a West Coast kid. Yeah. You know, I grew up in the Bay Area, and I know that uh, we do some work in San Diego and using predictive analytics to predict wildfires uh, and, you know, essentially prevent them from happening. And it's really near and dear to my heart, not only because it's the West Coast, but I have friends that have been friends with me since like high school and junior high that are now firefighters and have worked those fires uh, that we've seen in California. And I know families who have had to evacuate their homes, you know, because of some of those fires down there in California. So the fact that, you know, this company is able to 
be involved in preventing those from happening in the future, I think is a really big deal. Yeah, I mean, I've got friends who are Sacramento fire, uh, firemen as well and coming from Australia, mm-hmm. you know, where bushfires are, you know, eating half the country most summers, it's um, it's a, it's pretty touching to, to know that we can be a part of a solution like that and we're doing some things that actually impact people. Yeah, well, you know, this is, this is their livelihood. It's their homes, it's their family. Um, you know, so that's definitely, uh, I think that's a, that's a great one. And we are doing fantastic things down there. So, so what's, what's on the docket now? I know you're doing, you're doing broadcasting. Yeah, um, yeah. You're obviously still with us here at Logic, but yeah. like what's, what's the day-to-day life of, of Robert Turbot? Man, you know what? It, it, it varies, man. It, it, it really does. But it's mainly focused in, in television. There's a lot of studying that goes into having to evaluate film and different teams and players. So, you know, I spend a good chunk of hours just studying guys, studying teams, their tendencies, uh, schematically what they like to do in different situations of the, of the, of the game. And that way, when I'm on air, uh, I'm able to engage with the audience from knowledge, you know, in a way where I'm able to predict what's coming or I'm able to give a reason of why a team made this decision. And it could be because, well, this is their, you know, go-to play on third down or they like to give the ball to this player, this, this, you know, part of the field for whatever, whatever it is, whatever yeah. the reason may be. And so uh, it, it's something that I truly love to do, engaging with the audience, talking about the game and trying to help, trying to simplify it. So if you don't really understand the, the true ins and outs of the game, hopefully the way I explain it uh, can kind of simplify it for you. Uh, and you're able to stay engaged. Yeah, I mean, when I watched you on the NFL Network, I love I love when you talk about the nuance of the game because I come from a different sport, right? But knowing sort of the tactics and what you're thinking about, that's always super interesting for me. But I have to touch upon it. Uh, you know, HQ is here in Seattle. There's probably a lot of Seahawks fans that might be listening to this. Yeah. Um, and I've got to ask you, what's it like to to hold the Lombardi Trophy at the end of a season? which is at the end of a long career, you know, where you've been yeah. grinding to, for that one moment. What is that actual moment like? Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's really touching. It's a, uh, it's a surreal moment. And, and I, I know it sounds cliche. People ask me like, yo, what's your favorite, you know, what's your favorite moment of your entire NFL career, man? And it's like, yo, I, I hate to sound cliche, but it's winning the Super Bowl. And there's so <laughs> many reasons. Makes a lot of sense, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, listen, it, you know, and you, and you might go to the confetti and it, there, there's so many reasons for me why that night was just so special. Number one, being in New York City, which is a place from uh, from childhood that I always fantasized about. I've always wanted to go. I've always wanted to be there, right. you know, the Broadways. And I think it was really Home Alone 2 that solidified <laughs> yeah. Was that your that first was time there? That was that was my first time there. Wow, that's you know, awesome. I mean, we'd, play the, we'd play the Giants one time before, but we never, I mean, the stadium is in New Jersey. Right. So we never really got to go to New York and really see what it was, what was going on out there. But after eight seasons, you know, in the NFL, you, you really appreciate having the opportunity to be in that situation. You don't really understand the impact it has as a young player. I was only in my second year. I was 23. Right. And so you just, you, you, you automatically think that it's going to happen again, but like it's going to come easy yeah. to you. 
Uh, and then, you know, for me, you know, you play six more seasons and you don't even play. I mean, I played in the game one more time. We lost to the Patriots. But, you know, after that, I, I don't. I was only in the playoffs one other time after that. Yeah. You know, five more it's seasons. Crazy, you know what I mean? And so it really uh, it, it doesn't look that hard because somebody wins it every year. Right. But you meet players. I've met players who have played eight, 10, 12, 15 year careers. They have all the stats in the world that you could ever imagine. They're going to be future Hall of Famers one day, but they never won a title. Yeah. And they get emotional about it. And they would they talk about how they would trade all the statistics in the world just to have the ring, just mm-hmm. to be able to have the confetti falling on them, yeah. you know, uh, on, on that night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then you start to realize how delicate that opportunity really is. And, and, and that's really it's from that perspective why that's the most special thing to happen in my career. Did you know that when it happened or is it that's that's looking back retrospectively, that opinion you have of it now? I didn't think it was that big of a deal, man, right. you know, and it, and it's even it's even more impactful because it's the first and only one for the Seattle Seahawks franchise. Oh, yeah, also, of course, yeah. You know, and, so, and I, listen, I'm, I'm one of those type of people, man, people are fickle man, and fans are, you know, fans are fans. They're fanatics or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, I, you know, sometimes the, it's fake love. You know, it's, you know, what it's like, yeah, 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 you know, they cheer for you and it's like, okay, now it's over. But that love has remained uh, because of that, that, that Super Bowl title, yeah. you know, and, and it's genuine and it's real. And I mean, any of us guys come back to Seattle, there's not a place we can't go. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of people we've been able to meet and connect with and network with and develop relationships with. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where the real value also comes into play uh when winning a title uh and so yeah man it's you know it's it's uh it, it was a magical night um and as i grew older in my career i became more appreciative yeah. of making that accomplishment well mate listen um i wish we could talk about this for hours but uh we've got it kind of there um excuse me listener while i go run through a brick wall real quick <laughs> um but, you know, thank you for, you know, taking us through your journey, your experience. Um, you know, it's just, it's cool to see, I think, someone like you who's reached the pinnacle of a previous career step into something, um, heading back towards rookie status again, right? Yeah. And then growing and continuing to grow and, and taking on that challenge. It says a lot about you. So appreciate you as a teammate and and uh, thanks for doing this uh, podcast yeah, for us. No, no, thanks for having me, man. This is uh, This has been awesome and you know, that's one of the takeaways you get from playing team sports is uh, you 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 learn to you learn to challenge yourself. Yeah, you know, coaches talk all the time about being comfortable with uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, and yeah. uh, and that was part of the process for me, especially when I was first starting out. The experience has been more than I could even ask for, and I'm super grateful for everybody. Awesome. Well, thanks, mate. Speak to you soon. You've been listening to Logic 2020's podcast, Digital Now. To learn more, visit our website at logic2020.com or follow us on social media. See you next time.